three, four, coming around, here we go. Um, so I kind of, I forget the topic. <laughs> no, I think it's going without, right? So, yeah, so, I, you know, and I was thinking of it when it came to my thinking about it. I, I was just, I was considering it first on like, on a very basic level. And, uh, um, you know, the way, little ways that we distract ourselves from what we're attempting to focus on. And, um, you know, like just, uh, well, before I start on this writing project, I'm going to get a glass of water, you know, and then I'm going to walk around and sip on it. And then, uh, all right, yeah, well, maybe I could have a little bit of chocolate and then I'll just have to brush my teeth. And then, uh, and so there's little things about, you know, just like, that's in a way more like letting go, but, you know, just going with it, going with it and don't let anything, don't let anything sneak in on the side, you know, and, and to distract your attention, so to speak. And, um, and the story that kind of prompted my thoughts about it was the um, my best friend's mom had dogs. She had a few dogs, and and one of the little dogs, Heather, didn't like to leave the house. It would always when you let it outside to take a leak, it would always grab a little piece of food before it went outside. Like <laughs> it's, that was the last of it, you know. It's like, I'll never eat again, you know. And that's sometimes what it feels like when you're going without. It's like, oh God, you know, it'll I'll never have that chance to have a cup of coffee again in my life, you know. Never. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I'm, it, it has a larger, it, it's larger in our minds than what it really is, or more important, you know, not large, but importance. We put a lot of importance on that little piece of food we grab before we go outside or before we start a project. That's all. But then, you know, of course, it can go in a lot of different directions from there, you know? And um, so that's what I was thinking. Are you saying going without is larger in our minds than it really is? I'm saying that we create excuses for ourselves <laughs> on a very basic level to not do something. Let's say we have a practice regimen for whatever that might be. And I don't, maybe you don't have this problem. Maybe I'm not <laughs> I don't know. You're looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, I like this. I don't know. No, I like the story of the dog because um, when you said your topic, I, I didn't know where to where to go because I went austere, right, first. Mm. Yeah, me I, too. I went, well, so I started thinking about that. And then Hans and I spoke on Friday, as we do, and he told me the story of the dog. And I said, oh, so that poor little dog thought it was going to get murdered by a bear in, in Michigan when it went out and it wanted to have one last processed piece of dog food, what, whatever was in its head, right? But relatively speaking, it is about austere. It, it, it's, all, it's on all the levels, you know, because mm -hmm. it affects, it goes all the way up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and then go to Hans, Hans Mack, Mr. Mack's suggestion that, that uh, he heard you saying that, that maybe it's 
larger in our heads than it is in reality that we create a, 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 a necessity or a need or a, oh my God, this is the last time sort of. Well, yeah, so you were being sincere, Hans. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's spot on, yeah. I thought you were making fun of me. Oh, no. <laughs> that's coming. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, we, it or becomes... Well, I don't know. Maybe it's a lot of things, you know. And, it, and going without is, or going, going without is that what it is? Yeah, it is like, um, you know, letting go, so to speak. You know, in meditation or in a project, whatever it might be, it's letting go of the, you know, the, the distractions and being able to let go. It's just no small matter. I mean, it just nope. isn't. No, and when you're speaking, like just in this moment when you were recapitulating, I think that's a word. Um, I thought of like the the idea of of uh, right away. I I went to fasting, right? Oh, the idea of fasting. That was though that was one of the ways I went. And when you you spoke now, it just came right back, in the sense that the notion of needing or thinking thinking we need the food, right? is a bit overblown, perhaps. No? Yeah. What, is the, what does that austerity bring us when we... I don't know if you fasted. I, did, I didn't really go too far down that road. Or even like going with fasting. Let's say, you know, do you really need like three bowls of ice cream, you know, to complete I your do. day? <laughs> and then, you know, you feel that, you feel it. It's like you feel it, you know, and um, it, it affects your everything, your attention, your physical energy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, when I first saw, saw the topic, I, I went to the uh, sacrifices. Um, how... Um, how, and how it's it's not just the um, if you just get so much into going without this, going without that, then um, it doesn't really allow the room for expansion as opposed to like sacrificing or um, like sacrificing a glass of water. I could really do with a glass of water and you sacrifice it in the, in the name of, of the task that you're proceeding to do. Um, I, I was, I'm going to add to that, Jazzy. I was telling Hans on Friday, again, how I heard his prompt. There's a gentleman that, that sometimes lives here in the village. And he um, quit smoking both mm. tobacco and marijuana. And he was just remarkably surprised at how, how he, like Hans, his practice, which for him is, is, is he's an author, a nonfiction author, mm. economics and geo geoeconomics. And he would often, like Hans was describing, reward himself for like five really good paragraphs. I'm making this part up, right? I just wrote five really good paragraphs. I deserve a spleef. Mm. 
right? Or I should take a break, like Hans was talking, take a break and have a cigarette, which led to other things. And then he, he was saying to me how much energy he didn't know he lost when he took that break, mm. right? So when he removed the, the smoking from his life, he realized that he didn't have to restart the engines to get back to the place that he was when he took a break because he was really proud of himself. So that was another way I heard what Hans was saying. Yeah, I mean, basically, you know, just, but you know, and then it's fine because they say that people in the office that take cigarette breaks generally are more productive than people that don't. <laughs> so, really? Well, I've heard that. <laughs> but that's in a corporate office because, you know, then, so then you're not necessarily doing work that is, your choice you know it's just a job so maybe this whole topic is just full of holes Go no it's there. only that you you think it's full of holes there's another one of those <laughs> like false realities we build in our heads <laughs> well, uh, well i think it's a holy topic mm -hmm. it's a holy now, topic what is it that you can't go without right um, and then you get into oxygen, food, water. You can pretty much go without a lot. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. The rest of the bullshit. I wonder what Twitter's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what Twitter is, really. I just, it's just another social media device, right? Part of a device thing. What is that? Is it so like, what is it? Like Facebook? Email? Well, if somebody was getting shot right in front of my house, I could twi tweet that somebody's getting shot right in front of my house and the whole world would know in an instant. I wouldn't have to worry about contacting the BBC or, or the newspaper. So it, it's, it's, it's sort of a, a way of anybody can message, but because of that, you can message anything you like. It's like <laughs> citizen journalism. Yeah, th there you go. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, normally people, I use Twitter. And when I started using Twitter, I didn't, it's only a recent addition. I didn't realize that the, the, the news, the internet news or the cable news was like two days late. Yeah. So the yeah, idea yeah. of something I would read on Twitter yeah. would take two days to get to like the, the news. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And I went, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. There's, there's another thing going without internet I mean in, in many ways in many ways it's it's superfluous but it's almost like how, how can you go without internet you know it's it's just it's just seemingly so inbuilt into our um into our way of living that um we think we can't go without the internet but you know it's not really you know it's not like going without oxygen boy now that 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 is like the finality right food going without food well then when you're on the other side of the not oxygen <laughs> Then maybe you'll find out, like, oh, I can go without a body. 
And that thing that I was in was like the, the paramount of everything. Like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Or, oh my God, I'm in pain. Or, oh my God, my heart hurts. <laughs> oh my God, I'm embarrassed. Right? Yeah. All that will be like, ha, 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 you foolish thing. You thought that was it. You thought that was the whole story. Mm. <laughs> but when you're, but we don't know that. Just like when we're, you know, caught up with the, the coffee or the cigarettes or the smoking, we, we don't know that we can go without it. So it's, 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 it sets up a sort of strange duality, no? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, well, that's one thing I always used to really enjoy about uh, heading down to a workshop at EJ's. Because um, even though the, the, we're, we're having workshops on Zoom at the moment, even though I'm sitting and, and watching, and there's always things impinging. It's always like, well, you know, I gotta, I gotta load up the dishwasher. <laughs> you know, geez, there's a there's a mess over there. I I gotta clean that up, and you know, there's so many things. But when you're when you're there at at a workshop, all those things are taken out of your hands so to speak and, and you just you just cut down to the bare essentials yeah like can i stay awake <laughs> yeah <laughs> eating sleeping <laughs> for me the real struggle because they take care of the eating right more mm -hmm. more or less right yeah. all the necessities the basic stuff is handled so they're not distractions right yeah. So then it becomes me against my heavy eyelids. It's a roost, <laughs> the, the warfare is reduced to a single battle. Interesting. Yeah. Last one and I used to be used to be house moms at these workshops. Yeah. Or he was the house dad and I was the house mom, I think. What? <laughs> at the workshops at the Institute, Hans, oh, we, would, we would go and there would be there would be a house that was rented. Oh, yeah. And Jazz one and I were the ones who sort of herd, herded the cattle. You know? oh. right? Okay, it's 5.30 in the morning, everybody. I can't, but... <laughs> But wait, but wait, I have to have a shower, right? Well, then you should have gotten up already, eh? You know, we're leaving, right? Done with spiritual sincerity and kindness, of course, right? But um, then there would be, but we have to have coffee. Well, yeah, yeah, we did. And you, you, were, you weren't here, so it's gone, right? Ah, you know, the, the, the tremors of like not having the things that one is accustomed to, right? Because if you're 25 people in a house and there's three showers, well, then it takes some math and organizations, right? Or, or one of my favorite hilarious activities was to go shopping <laughs> with the guests. So Jasmine, I say, all right, if anybody is interested in going shopping, because we cooked our dinners for ourselves, it was an evening meal that we, someone in the group or a group of people would cook for the rest of the group, right? But but when we went shopping, you could find the most interesting passive aggressive spiritual warfares going on in the grocery store. 
because they were like, well, we have to have this. Well, but I don't eat that. Well, we have to, you know, it was just in, I just pushed the cart and watched the drama, right? Uh, you know, because, you know, people weren't re really willing to sacrifice those things, right? They they needed their comforts, right? Even if it was a dis an, un an uncomfortable situation, right? So those were fun. Wow, yeah. Says the guy who had to have his American spirit cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, I was hor I mean, I'm right there. I was there. I, I left myself out of the story because I was that would put me in the protagonist position again. <laughs> but what I did that really was fun and annoying is I would or others, we would buy some wine. <laughs> and I would smoke. That was just so disgusting. <laughs> and then some of us would sit on the porch at night after the workshop was over and get kind of drunk, you know, and it was like, <gasps> you know, it was just great. And I don't really drink. So it was sort of a strange backward thing for me there. I, I drank because I thought it was fun to juxtapose this this idea that we don't have to be, you know, um, Jainists at EJ's workshop, right? We don't have to deny and repress all physical and mental and emotional wishes and wants and needs. <laughs> Janus, where'd you get that from? Isn't that the I, used to, <laughs> Isn't that I the used to teach world history. Yeah. <laughs> this is myth, mythology, Roman mythology, or is it Greek? I forget. I don't know. No, it's, it's Hindu. Yeah, well, it's pre-Hindu. It's 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 the oldest religion in the world. It's older than Hinduism. Oh, yeah. So you yeah. remember you remember Ashish Hans? Yeah, um, he was a Jain. Rajneesh. No, Ashish who who lived in Vancouver for a little while. Oh, working at the bank. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, he was a. A Jane, eh? Yeah, he was a Jane. Yeah. What is that? He didn't go without. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he didn't go without. But if you're an ethical or, or orthodox or strict Janist, right? The yeah. idea is to, is really a life of, of denial or a life of service, a life of sacrifice, a, li a life of consideration of one's impacts on the rest of uh, humanity and, and, and life on, on planet Earth, no? So if it's not just denying yourself whatever you're trying to go without and, and you're trying to do it as some sort of sacrifice, maybe you could still have that thing but if you do it somewhat differently now don't ask me how differently <laughs> oh that's easy you just detach yourself <laughs> yeah and and then you can have your cake and eat it except you're not eating it who is well, there you Hell. go. <laughs> it, it seems like you're eating it, but you're eating it to feed something else. And that's, mm -hmm. and, and that's allowing you to 
keep that energy which would normally be lost in that just oh, yes, chocolate candies you know and so it's um yeah i mean d detached, detached. Is, is 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 the way but it's it's not like it's easy <laughs> just because you can say it right well yeah we'd be like okay so so if you have to here's a way to think about it so maybe you have to take some medicine right mm. right so whatever that medicine may be yeah right? yeah and as a kid, it would be like, it tastes bad, right? <laughs> so yeah. it'd be, you know, so they worked on the formula, so it was more tasty. But when I grew up, it was, it mostly tasted bad. So I didn't want to, but I knew I had to take the, the medicine despite yeah. its bad taste because it was good for me and my body needed it. If I could eat chocolate that way, <laughs> then, then I am detached. <laughs> <laughs> there was no like pleasure in it just, just. Uh, but i was thinking go ahead you said ah i i was just gonna say about the pleasure not taking the pleasure in it which which is another way which is a, a tactic you could use to um to to be detached from it because then you're not taking the pleasure from it so you're not feeding that 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 energy of where it all gets dissipated and you you actually use it right yeah. and i heard i heard spiritual people don't need and have dispensed with the sex <laughs> doing without the sex is apparently one speedy road to enlightenment there you go But can you have sex and not take pleasure in it then? Well, there you go. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I wouldn't know. Well, that's the conundrum though, right? When you run into like a spiritualized person or a person who's advertised as a spiritualized person and then you see them enjoying life, then maybe one says, or I say inside like, ah, huh. so he hasn't defeated all of his enemies yet, has he Enter. or she? Or have they? Or have they? And they're doing it because it's all a performance. Yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe it's the body needs it, but not the spirit. <laughs> so I was just thinking there's, there's, I guess there's going, going without um, where you're forced to go without and then going without where you choose to go without. Uh. I was just thinking about, like, I've been homeless probably at least three, four times in my life due to a very bad crack addiction where I would, uh, I never used every day continuously, just like a couple of days out of the month, but I could do enough damage financially to bankrupt myself, you know, in 24 hours or two days and lose and sell everything. 
and end up in a shelter and then build myself right back up again, right? And then bang, lose it all again. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that would, I mean, am I, was I forced to be without? Or, you know, was on some level, an unconscious level, level was I, you know, choosing to be without? I'm not quite sure. But um, I'm not afraid, you know, to, to lose everything again. It's certainly not going to happen because of drugs. That's a done deal now. Um, but yeah, so I, I feel I can be stripped right down to the very bare necessities and be okay with it. You know, not, well, not really okay with it, but um, it's not a big worry. It's not a big fear. No, you can do it, right? And sometimes actually, you know, still be happy. You know, all, all I had when I had nothing was um, like, you know, a good novel to read. And that was, that would have been all my pleasure right there. And, you know, whatever scraps of food that were around. And I think it's in some ways, it's a good exercise to, to work that muscle of, of going from something to nothing uh, and back and forth, up and down, eh? <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know. I just thought I'd throw that in there. It makes sense. No, it's good because it, um, the, so the, the experiences you've had led you to have led you to know that your you're not fearful of not having a house, which is for most people a place to live, a place to sleep, right? Yeah. And for most people, that's a pretty, pretty strong impulse driven by fear, right? Or worry or, or like the discomforts that will come. And you have the experience of saying, if I hear you right and understand you, you're saying that you know that that's, while wonderful, is not a necessity. Absolutely. I, I think you made a very interesting point about when when you're down at the bottom and homeless and in a shelter and you have a you have a novel, you take all your pleasure from there. So um, normally maybe we're distracted and our pleasures like here, there, a little bit there, a little bit there, whereas when that's all there is, then you can get that joy out of just that little mm -hmm. out of a book. Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it like, is it akin to a child that has too many toys? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know for me, if there's so many choices, you know, you, you almost get frozen like, oh, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, that's the other. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You, you just, Take it away. You just get paralyzed. I, I, I can't do that. I, fuck it. Yeah. Not going to no. do anything. And then, and then you, and then if you get into that, then you sort of get depressed and, oh shit, I should have done that. I should have done that. I should have done the other thing. And, and sometimes to me, it's, 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 whether you're going without or going with, there's there's a certain um, it uh, 
it it needs to be done consciously but that sounds so so um cliched but if it, if it's if it's done with a, almost like with a clear mind right because we we have well this this over here this shiny little thing over here and then you got this you got you got hd you got 4k you got internet you got drinking you got smoking you got eating you got chocolate you got candy you got cakes you got meats and it you know. a warm bed with good blankets <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. central heating <laughs> yeah it's it, it's almost but it, yeah, like when you say this this overwhelming element, it's like yeah, when you're, you know, say homeless, or you don't even have to be homeless, but you know that real simplified life. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing about being homeless is you don't have to pay any bills, right? You don't have to think about all these things. It's just like okay, where am I going to get my next meal? Yeah. Where am I going to sleep tonight? Yeah. yeah. Very primal, very basic. Yeah. Nothing else to worry about, right? Well, that's that's how animals are, right? And we've lost that because the animals, like, they're eating. And, and there's they, they always, no matter who they are, they always have a predator, right? They always have somebody, it's like rock, paper, scissors, right? And, and we've uh, sort of lost touch with that because... Everything sort of, oh yeah, yeah. Tomorrow I'm gonna get up and and go and do this, and I'm going to the beach tomorrow. I'm going skiing tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's it's like whereas pizza again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not lobster tonight. Yeah. I had that last night. <laughs> <laughs> So it's almost like going without can be just as good as going with. <laughs> Two sides of a coin, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yet there's, but there's something more heroic or more romantic or sentimental in admiring the people that can survive with less and make make happiness out of their lives with less right so so that's that's living here where i'm at i think part of the the romance that i still am in love with is the austerity of the people who used to live here you no know, less than 50 years ago right so to me thinking about a, a group of people a town a village not just this village but villages in this part of spain didn't get plumbing until the 1980s for yeah. example indoor plumbing so they wow. and their houses weren't heated their houses were heated with a giant fireplace often that also served as a stove or as a place to cook your meals mm -hmm. right yeah. or the chickens had their door too right and i i was in a house <laughs> i was in a house of a family member of elena's right elena's family member second cousin or second auntie 
and they took me in their house, which is more or less up. It's clean. It's cleaned up a little bit for the modern age, but it still had. They were very careful to leave how it was, and they were like, "Oh yeah, the chickens come in here, go up these steps, and then in the house is where the chickens stayed." Wow. And they kept all this in this giant fireplace that was where they cooked. Now, of course, they have a, a more modern setup that's still there. And the way the heat was used to go up and then smoke the sausage, the, the pig sausages, the pork, the dried and smoked pork up on the second floor. So it also smoked and, and cured the meat. Mm -hmm. And so for me, especially when I got here, I was just jaw dropped with the, the level of austerity and the fact that these people were like strong emotionally, physically, mentally, just the, the, the strength that they accumulated from doing the bout, right? Mm -hmm.